Hey, this is Hermes Falco Jr. with Revive Explosion. I'm so excited to be here this afternoon as we're going to have a special broadcast on power evangelism. I'm really excited about this. It's going to be really amazing. I got uh, an evangelist from Iowa, uh, evangelist Taylor Michael, joining me on the broadcast. The Lord has used him in a powerful way in uh, in America and also touching many nations through social media. So you want to stick with us. It's going to be really powerful. Make sure you share the link with everybody. I'm going to give about a minute for you to share uh, the link with people. Amen. Uh, let us know where you're joining from on the chat room. Let's fill um, this room today. I'm sharing it myself. Let's just share with everybody. I'm going to give you about two minutes to share. And we're going to have a lot of... Um, People are going to be blessed today in Jesus' name. Let us know where you're joining from, guys. We are excited talking about power evangelism, how we can reach souls for Jesus. This is a crucial hour for the church. Uh, there's a lot of pressure, a lot of, um, a lot of things happening in the world today. As you all know, for the, since 2020, it's been really a lot of pressure in the church. But I believe that God is raising up a company of people who are going to boldly preach the gospel. And my guest today, I believe, is part of that uh, company of believers and evangelists. And he's going to be really speaking to you, uh, encouraging you in your walk. He's going to share his testimony, how he came to Christ, how he was called into ministry. So let us um, let us go ahead and, and share. Amen. I want to give you some, some time for us to, to keep spreading the message. Get people on. Amen. I'm going to call him in just a second. We're also recording this for, for future television broadcast uh, on TV7. The Lord has allowed us to, to be on, on TV7 for, for eight years. And many people have been reached. People have been saved, delivered, and encouraged. It's going to be amazing. Amen. I'm going to give you a couple more, more minutes for you to guys to share. I'm going to call him on already, and as we're going to start talking. And I know the Lord has uh, amazing things to do and to speak through us in Jesus' name. Hey, my brother, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. This is such an honor. Yes, uh, my pleasure. I'm so excited to have you on. I know that you're burning for Jesus, and you got a lot to share with people. The Lord's been doing a phenomenal work in your life and your ministry. It's been expanding. Um, let us know where you're from. Um, you know, you're from Iowa, but let us know a little bit more about yourself, what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. So like you had mentioned, uh, I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't grow up a Christian. I just got born again a little over four years ago. So I'm 25 years old now. Uh, I got saved when I was 21 years old. I spent 21 years like not knowing the Lord. I live in Iowa now as a full-time evangelist because the Lord did a mighty work in me and he saved me. But I actually grew up in Alaska. I grew up in California. I grew up in Hawaii. I grew up moving like crazy. And uh, I grew up in a super broken home. So being a Christian was a foreign concept to me. I never, ever thought that I'd be a Christian. And I definitely never thought that I'd be preaching the gospel. But one way or another, the Lord got a hold of my heart, and uh, it's just been it's been a great story ever since. So that's kind of where I'm at now. And uh, if you'd like, I can go deeper into my testimony. Sure, sure. Uh, so you, you said you, you didn't grow up Christian. What what happened? Like 
um, how was your home like? And, and what, what happened that tour? How did you hear the gospel? Yeah. So my, my home life was very broken. My dad, and this isn't to, to dishonor my father or my mother by any means, but my mom was homeless. My dad was homeless. They were both drug addicts and extreme alcoholics. And when I was born, uh, they had separated and my biological mother was unable to take care of me. She couldn't feed me. She, uh, she, she literally couldn't house me or change my diaper even. She was that broke. And my family caught wind of it and they actually kidnapped me from my mom and my dad had come and taken me and flew me up to Alaska, changed my name and everything. So crazy, crazy story. Wow. Just even starting off in life and uh, growing up, I, I'd never really heard the gospel. I mean, I knew, I knew deep down, I like to say, you know, in your knower, I knew deep down in my heart that God was real. And I just didn't know how to get my finger on him. I, I didn't, no one had taught me the Bible. No one had taught me the gospel. So I didn't know how to reach out and grab him. But every person I believe knows deep down in their heart that God is real. They have a creator. They have a father that really loves them. So that gave me some hope, but I still had no direction. And then through many different events growing up, I got to college. And when I got to college, a business mentor of mine actually led me to the Lord after I got kicked out of college twice. And my entire life was changed around. I got called into the ministry and I've been preaching ever since. Wow. Wow. So you were not led into a, into a church meeting. How, how, how did you get saved? Was it, was it outside the church? Yeah, it was outside the church. So I had gone, I had sat in churches before I had sat in church services and never did they ever do an altar call. I never had somebody say, do you want to make a public decision to follow Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today? So I didn't even know that was a thing. I, I didn't realize that I had to make a decision to actually make Jesus my Lord, make him my Savior and choose to be born again according to faith. And uh, never knowing that or never seeing that meant that I never acted on it. But this business mentor, his name is Mike, when he started to speak into my life, he shared the gospel with me. And the Bible says in Matthew chapter 13 that the sower sows the word, that the word is a seed. And when it gets into your heart, God will increase it. And as he increases it, it comes into fruition in your life. So this man began to put the word into me. He shared the gospel with me. And one day, October 25th, I believe was the date 2017, he asked me if I wanted to make Jesus my Lord and Savior. And I said, yes, he baptized me in South wow. Dakota and I never looked back. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. That, that shows me a lot of things. And number one, the gospel is not just limited to a church meeting, even though we love church. And we, I mean, I'm a pastor, right? <laughs> you know, and I, I preach at many churches as well. I mean, but the gospel is not just limited to a four wall building. It, mm -hmm. it must go outside. And number two is um, it's incredible how, how many churches um, don't make an altar call or give people an opportunity to receive Christ. Because if you attend a church and never heard that you need to make a decision, then something is wrong with that picture, you know. So um, that that's that's and then also that guy was bold to to be preaching the gospel like to you um, in an, in a setting that is not like quote unquote Christian, you know. Amen. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's been that's been my experience in the past couple of years is just realizing that Christianity, especially in America, can get very very comfortable. That people right. can get comfortable in the blessing. They can get comfortable with God's hand on their life. And they know that God wants to bless them because Jesus said, I've come to give you life and give you life abundantly. But they get right. caught up in the abundant life and they forget that part of the abundant life is to fulfill the Great Commission, to go out and make disciples of all nations, to get people saved, to occupy till he comes. But I genuinely believe 
that God is raising up a generation right now of fiery evangelists Praise that are going to carry the power and the fire of revival everywhere that they go. Amen. Amen. So that, that, that's a great testimony, man. I'm, I'm excited to hear. I know there are people who are watching today, who will be watching later as well, uh, that maybe you're struggling, you're, um, you don't even know that you're saved. But I believe we're going to give people an opportunity to receive salvation as well today. You know, uh, the Bible says that today is the day of salvation. So I believe that uh, now is the time to preach the gospel like never before. Um, so coming to coming from a broken home, crazy experience, you you got to know Jesus, you gave your life to him and never looked back. How did you and then you're doing ministry today and, and you're in full time ministry <laughs> that, and you got saved in 2017. Man, that's that's <laughs> what well, the Lord has done a, a lot of work in, in, in such a short time. Amen. How? How did you move into ministry from like being in college and then all of a sudden your life gets changed? And then what, what happened? Great question. Yeah. So this is typically where a lot of people are like, what the heck? How did that happen so fast? How did you transition? I mean, the Lord must have done a miracle. And you're absolutely right. God did a full blown miracle in my life. You know, it says in Second Corinthians 5, 17, that any man that is in Christ, behold, all things have passed away. And all things become new, that you become renewed in your mind, in the spirit of your mind. You get a brand new heart. The Bible says that God will take out your heart of stone and put in you a heart of flesh. He says, I'll write my statutes in you, my spirit I'll put within you. And when I got born again, I had no concept of preaching. I had no reality of what it would be like to ever be an evangelist. I didn't even know what an evangelist was. <laughs> but when I got born again, God put his heart inside of me, gave me a brand new heart, and he put his spirit inside of me. And all of a sudden, I had this overwhelming hunger and desire to read the Bible. I got baptized in the Holy Ghost, which is going to be your key for power evangelism. And I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit yeah. more. But I got sure. baptized in the Holy Spirit about a year and three months after I made Jesus my Lord and Savior. And uh, I went through a process of sanctification where I decided to repent turn away from sin. A lot of people forget about that part of repentance. They think it's just confessing, but it's not. It's confessing and turning away from your sin. So I went through about a year of confessing sin and turning away from it and becoming this new creation. And as I walked into this reality that the blood of Jesus paid for me for, I asked for the baptism of the Holy Spirit and God baptized me in his Holy Spirit. I spoke out in other tongues. And it was like with Paul, where a lot of people went, and they were raised up in the ministry or they followed Jesus's steps, step for step. See, Jesus had already died, resurrected and was seated at the right hand of God before Paul got into the picture. But it says that Paul went away to Arabia for a certain number of years. So I like to tell people I went to the school of Arabia, the school of the Holy Spirit. And when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit for 90 days, I wouldn't leave my apartment. I just had this overwhelming desire to read my Bible. So I would read my Bible for hours and hours. And it's been like that for the past four years now, where every day I'm just obsessed with learning about the Lord, learning about doctrine, how to preach on signs, wonders, miracles, redemption, justification by the blood of Jesus. And I've been in the school of Arabia ever since I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. And the Lord's been training me to be a preacher. Praise the Lord. That's quite remarkable. So speaking about that, you know, um, people have a desire to be used by God. But I always tell people that Jesus told the disciples to wait in Jerusalem until they were clothed with power, mm -hmm. dunamis, miraculous, supernatural power. Mm -hmm. 
tell us the importance of the baptism of the Holy Ghost in your life and, and also what you believe for other people who want to be used by God. Oh, that you can't stress it enough. You can, when you look at somebody that's baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire, there's something different about them. You can feel it. You just know. You can walk into a church of 2,000 people and 1,999 of them could not be baptized in the Holy Spirit and one of them could and you could find that person. There is something different that changes in you that comes upon you when you're baptized in the Holy Ghost. Just like you said, Jesus said, wait until you're endued or clothed with power because then you'll be my witnesses. Jesus said, you can't be my witnesses until you've received the power. And the power happened in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost. And the most perfect example is look at the life of Peter and Peter's ministry with the Lord. He followed Jesus just as close as all the disciples did. He was with them every day for three and a half years. And he denied Christ three times at a campfire around some servant girls. And then right. a few days later, he receives the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. And he stands up before those same people that crucified Jesus. And he preaches a sermon that brings the house down. And 3,000 people get saved and receive the Holy Spirit. That's the difference between having the Holy Ghost and not having the Holy Ghost. When he didn't have the Holy Ghost, he had no boldness. He had no authority. Remember, it says in Acts chapter 4, when they had beaten him at the Sanhedrin, they said, who are these men that speak with such authority? That's what the Holy Ghost does. He comes upon you, and he gives you power and authority to walk in signs and wonders and miracles. And I believe if you're watching this right now, there's people that have been asking and praying and seeking the face of God for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You will receive it right now in Come Jesus' on mighty name. If you'll Hallelujah. just receive it by faith, it's for you. It's a gift for the believer. It's power from heaven that will enable you to go and be a witness to the very outermost parts of the earth. Come on. Praise the Lord. That's awesome, man. And mm -hmm. so you could tell the difference once you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Boom. Were you already preaching before that or, or after that? I had preached a handful of times before that. People would just give me an opportunity to share my story because people were just blown away that I could become a Christian, <laughs> which is so funny. But yeah, so I had shared a couple times before that, but it never had power. I never saw people crying. I didn't see anybody get healed. I never saw people come up for salvation. But all of a sudden, when I got baptized in the Holy Ghost, it was like I was making an effort that people would come up and make a public declaration that they would be saved. They'd be set free. They'd be healed. They'd be delivered. They'd be baptized in the Holy Ghost. It was like my spiritual walk went to a whole nother level because just like it says in Zechariah 4 verse 6, it's not by might. It's not by power. It's by Amen. my spirit, says the Lord. You can't, you can't do enough in your own strength and in the flesh to ever change the world. But when God's spirit comes upon you, it changes everything. Praise God. That's all. So there was an instant difference, just like in the life of Peter. Peter got completely changed and, you know, he was preaching the gospel and thousands were coming to the Lord mm -hmm. because he got filled with the Holy Ghost. And that's what I believe this generation needs. I believe this generation does not need uh, just more uh, people who just sit on a, on, on, on a, on a, on a stool and, and, and do like a, you know, a five point sermon on, on self-help or something. They need preachers of the gospel full of the Holy Ghost and power. And then that's what I believe God has called you to do. And then when did you when did you move into full-time ministry? How did that work for you? Because so many people ask me, hey, how do you get into a full-time? And it and it, it's like a, a, a different process for every person. So it's 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 you 
don't have a formula for that, right? Mm -hmm. Agree with me. You don't have a formula for each person is different. Each person is different calling, different giftings, and different walk. But how right. did it happen for you specifically? How did you step into knowing like this is what I'm called to do? For me specifically, I knew the day I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I knew I was called to the ministry, but I didn't know what it looked like. So that was three years ago, a little over three years ago. I knew without a shadow of a doubt, I was called to preach the gospel. But I also had a desire to be like a businessman and be an entrepreneur. And, and I had these other desires in my heart. So I, I didn't know what that would look like. I didn't know that I could actually be an, a traveling evangelist. No one had ever told me that. People had said, Taylor, I think you're an evangelist. But I didn't know what that was. And then <laughs> years ago, so after I knew for about a year and a half that I was called into the ministry, I just didn't know the practical steps to take in order to become a full-time evangelist, to go into the ministry. And uh, about a year and a half later, I was listening to an evangelist friend of mine on a podcast. And I had been to one of his meetings and he had signs and wonders and miracles. And he had the type of ministry that I knew I was called to have, but I didn't know how to get what he had. And I was listening to one of his podcasts and I heard him say, if you know that you're called to the ministry, but you're still fooling around with another job, then you're a double minded man and you'll receive nothing from the Lord. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Get off the fence and go all in if you know God's called you to the ministry. And when he said that, I was pricked at the heart. I was convicted and I knew that was me. So that very day, I, I had had a business that I built from the ground up. It was a digital marketing agency for two years. I dropped the business, totally dissolved it, and I quit my other full-time job that I had as well. So I dropped everything, and I went wow. full-time for it. I started going off on TikTok. I started going off on Instagram. I started going off on YouTube, and I started getting invitations to preach as well. So it took me drawing the line in the sand and saying, you know what, God, I know you've called me, and I'm going to go for it. Think about Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. It said that the Lord came to him when he was 75 years old. And he said, Abraham, leave your father's estate and go to a land that I've given to you. And I will make your name famous and I will make you rich and I'll make you a father of many nations. So God told him to go somewhere he had never seen, to do something he had never done and to right. believe on a God he's never seen with his eyes. And he just went on the word of the Lord. So that was the same thing I did. I believed God. I went for it. And it was the best decision I ever made in my life. Come on. How, how, how about a local church where you... Uh, did you have a pastor? Like, how, how did it happen? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a church about an hour from here in South Dakota, and it's called Faith Family Church. And I praise God for the pastors there, Pastor Mike and Vicki. They've been in the ministry for 41 years. They've never backslid and never had an issue. They've been solid, a man and woman of God. And they were my spiritual covering for about two years. We would go up there every Sunday. I would drive an hour and I would take I took hundreds of people up to that church a ton of people up to that church to get baptized in the Holy Ghost. So that was that was where my spiritual covering was. And then actually this past year, about seven weeks ago, we just finally launched a church here and we've had uh, hundreds of people coming and they're on fire for the Holy Ghost. So it's been great. That's awesome. That's, that's so important as well that you were connected to a local church because I've seen people as well that I have a desire for ministry, but they don't have any connection with 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 the with the life of the church or have a pastor that can like like correct them or rebuke them when they need it or just like speak life into them and speak destiny somebody that is ahead of them yes and can show them the way it's really important mm -hmm. now let's go for some some stories man what's what's been happening in america 
what's been happening in social media. I know you do like, we're just talking a, a little while ago and you share with me that you're doing almost every night, you're doing a broadcast on, mm -hmm. on Instagram, which is like really great. And TikTok, for those of you who are just following, hey, um, just saying hello to some people here. Pia from Finland, Renato from Norway. God bless you guys. Uh, good to see you here. And Emily Sutelainen from Finland. God bless you. Um, you were just saying that um, you were hitting on TikTok and Instagram. And, and some people shy away from these social medias because they say, oh, there's so much evil there. Hmm. But that's where the light is supposed to shine. If if evil is there, then the church used to go there. If if TikTok's trending with the world and there's so much garbage there, as we know, uh, we need to go there, right? So um, what happened with TikTok? You got 1.8 million followers, <laughs> and then you're reaching people with the gospel like every day. What, yeah. what was how did it happen? Man, there was two years ago. I felt so clearly that the Lord said, "You need to start sharing testimonies on TikTok." And uh, at first, I had that same thought. I was like, Lord, TikTok, it's a bunch of teenagers that are twerking and making videos about Minecraft. And, and it's dancing. Just, yeah, and dancing. And it's just it's just wicked. It's like it, if I went on TikTok, there's no way anybody would listen to me. But I had this burden on my heart. And I felt the Lord just urging me, go on TikTok. You need to get on TikTok. And I heard this, this businessman that I used to listen to. On one of his podcasts, and he said, "You know what? You know who Gary V is? Yeah, Gary yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know that guy. Yep, yep. So, I mean, I'm not gonna openly recommend that you, as a Christian, go listen to him. Uh, I don't yeah. think he's a believer by any means. But when it came to the business world, I used to listen to him. So, he's got a dirty uh, mouth, right? <laughs> yeah, he does. He's got a dirty mouth. But I mean, God bless him because he actually spoke through him right to me. So, yeah, I was listening to Gary V's podcast one day." And Gary Vaynerchuk, who's obviously massive in the social media realm, he knows what he's talking about, and he's never been wrong. Anytime he's ever predicted something when it came to social media explosion, he's always been right. And I heard on one of his podcasts, he said, if you want to make an impact on this world and you're not on TikTok, you're wrong. And when he said that, it hit me different. And I just kind of sat back and I was like, all right, Lord, well, if that's a sign that I'm going to go for, it. I'm going to start sharing testimonies on TikTok. So I went on TikTok and I started sharing the gospel about these stories of how one time I was driving with my buddy and we picked up this woman who was hitchhiking early in the morning in the middle of February and it was freezing outside, but we picked her up. We shared the gospel with her and she cried in the back seat of the car as we were dropping her off and she just smelt like alcohol. You could tell this woman's life was off the rails. And she said, you know, I, I grew up in the church, but I walked away from God three years ago. And this morning was the first time in three years that I've prayed. And I said, God, I need you to help me. And then 30 minutes later, you guys picked me up and said that God sent you. So I shared that story on a TikTok video and it went viral. Boop, got 275,000 views. Wow. And I, I think I grew like 15,000 followers overnight. And I knew that there was grace on it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go for it, Lord. And I just went for it. I was making three, four, five videos a day. I was live streaming two times a day sometimes. I would live stream for six hours a day. And I'd pump out all these videos. And I went from zero followers to 1.8 million followers in about, I don't know, 16 months. Just exploded. And I started sharing the gospel on TikTok. And people were getting healed. People were getting delivered. Tons wow. of people were getting saved. And it ended up opening a ton of doors for me uh, when it came to 
connecting with great men of God like Isaiah, like Pastor Vlad, like Daniel Adams, like Pastor Mike Signorelli, and many, many others. So it's been a major blessing to me. Awesome, awesome. Share some stories of of, of um, maybe like healing or people that were saved or whatever you have on your own that happened that people are impacted through online ministry. It's really important. I, I believe online ministry is not a replacement of local church. I don't believe, I, I believe that by any means it's a replacement, but it, it is, the Lord is definitely using media to impact many people. You know, there are some yeah. people that I know personally that got saved under our ministry by watching on television. There's a lady in Finland. Uh, she actually passed away um, not too long ago, but she was saved under our ministry and she was an atheist. She did not believe in God. And she said, every time I, she, she made our ministry, she said, every time I turn on the television and then you're preaching, I'm feeling something good is coming out. I mean, that's the anointing, but she did not know that. Yeah. But make a long story short, she, the lady went to our meeting in the Lutheran church, about 500 people there, and she manifested demons. She got delivered. She got wow. baptized in the Holy Ghost. She got wow. baptized in the water. She Hallelujah. was completely changed by the power of God. And she ended up passing away not too long ago, but she's in heaven. All that because she turned on the television about 2 a.m. when I was preaching there. So we know for sure that God is using social media. God is using the media, television, Internet. Share some story from, from the Internet yeah. and um, that, that will encourage our viewers. I would love to. Yeah, this, you're absolutely right. The beautiful thing about whether you're watching this on television, you're watching this on YouTube, Wherever you're watching this, there's no distance in the spirit and there's no time in the spirit. So the right. same way the anointing is flowing through this live stream right now is the same way it'll flow right through your screen wherever you're at. So you Amen. can receive on the other side of a screen at any time during the day or during the night, the same way somebody who could receive it at an in-person event as well. And I've seen time and time again. In my online evangelism, whether TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, any platform, people get miraculously healed, miraculously delivered, radically saved. I've had people that were cutting themselves because of self-harm and they were under oppression from a suicidal spirit and they got delivered of a suicidal spirit and the scars on their arms totally disappeared. They got healed. I had a guy who was born without auditory nerves in his ears. And he had hearing aids in ever since he was a very, very young boy. And I declared healing over him when I got a word of knowledge that somebody needed new ears. And I declared brand new ears over him. And he took out his hearing aids and he hasn't used them since. He got totally healed. The Lord gave him a miracle. Brand new auditory. Wow. auditory was that, was that, in his was that on Instagram or, or what, what social media? That was on Instagram. Yep. That was on wow. Instagram. And that was, that was pretty man. recent. That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I've seen, I mean, there's, you can feel, I, I strongly believe the Lord's called me to be a healing evangelist, to run around. And I mean, healing just, it's a sign that follows, but I do believe God specially anointed me with the gift of healing to carry the healing power of the Holy Ghost to this generation. And so you can feel when people draw on it, it comes from your belly. Like Jesus said, it's like rivers of living water. And every time that I preach, I feel people draw on the anointing and I feel signs and wonders and miracles. I feel people getting healed as I'm praying. And it happens every single time. There's so many stories I, I, I could tell you for weeks. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's why 
that's why when I when I saw you online, I, I also enjoyed your ministry because I also have that same mandate for 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 miracles, for demonstrating the power of God, not just in word but in power. That's yes. what God has called us to do to impact this generation with the miraculous power of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, give us some tips. Um, hey, my wife just came on the broadcast. God bless you. <laughs> uh, and my friend from Finland, Jonas Mahonen, he's an evangelist as well. He's, God's been using him. Give us some tips for young evangelists. Okay, I'm not as young as you, but uh, um, I was when I was at your age, I was also preaching. Give us some tips that people benefit on how to grow in ministering mm. uh, the gospel. Because a lot of people ask me these questions: How do I? How do I? How, how did it happen for you? And then I explain. They're like, "But what do I do next? And mm. and uh, should I go to Bible school? I mean, training is really important. I know you believe that." But give us some tips for young people that have a calling from the Lord, but they don't know what to do next. They're they're kind of like, oh, I have the calling from God, but I'm I'm like, I don't know what to do. Mm. Yeah. So number one, I like how you brought this up earlier. Make sure you have a spiritual covering. You have to have a pastor. Some I mean, I'm just gonna say you have to have a pastor. You have to have a spiritual father, a spiritual mother, a pastor in your life as a spiritual covering to make sure that you don't get off the rails somewhere. And on top of that, sorry about that. And on top of that, (laughs) you need to have, you need to have a mentor. So those things are different. A lot of people forget that those things are different. So a spiritual father and a pastor are not meant to just be in your life. They're actually meant to invade your life. And that's where a lot of people forget your pastor is meant to rebuke you, to reprove you, to keep you on the straight and narrow and make sure you get to heaven. But a mentor in your life is different because he's not necessarily or she is not necessarily invading your life, but they're in your life and you glean from what they have. So for me, I found an evangelist that had the ministry that I want to have. And obviously I'll have my own twist on it, how God leads me. But I found somebody that's doing what I want to do. And so I began to be trained by them through their podcasts, through their books, through their videos, going to their meetings, while also having my spiritual covering. So that's first and foremost. That's your first tip. You need to have solid leadership and spiritual covering in your life. Number so two. Write this down, guys. Everybody is watching. Write, write it yes. down. It's really important. Write this down because this will make all the agree. difference. And number two, equally as important, is you only have one example of an actual person being called an evangelist in the Bible. And that's Philip. In Acts chapter 21, it says Philip the evangelist. He's the only person in the Bible that's actually called the evangelist. But it shows you what his ministry was like in Acts chapter 8. So if you have a Bible, you can open to Acts chapter 8. And I'm going to read this to you because there's no better place to get training than from the Word of God. That's the only place you need training from. Now, you need Bible college is great. And there's people that need to go to Bible college. There's people that need to be trained up by spiritual mentors. But ultimately... Every ounce of training that you get should come directly from the word. And it says in Acts chapter 8, starting in verse 4, Now those who were scattered went about preaching the word. Number one, that's your first key. Never preach anything that's not in the word. Don't get goofy. Don't get into funny doctrine. Only (laughs) preach the word. The Bible says in Romans chapter 1 verse 16, I will not be ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God saving everyone that believes. God's word has the power that you need in order to get people saved. And then it says in verse 5, 
Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed to them the Christ. There's point number two. So number one, you preach the gospel. You preach the word. Number two, you proclaim the Christ. What Jesus did for you. He died for you to make you, to pay your ransom, to bring you back into reconciliation with the Father. You now have access to God. You can approach the throne of grace boldly when you need it. You are now forgiven, redeemed, saved by grace through faith. And it says the crowds with one accord paid attention to what was being said by Philip when they heard him and saw the signs that he did. There's point number three. Learn how to demonstrate the spirit and power of God. Just like pastor said earlier, he said, not just in word only, but also in deed. That's what Paul says in Romans 15 and 1 Thessalonians. You have to be able to demonstrate the power of God, grow in the anointing. And this is what it looks like in verse seven. It says, for unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out of many who had them and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed so that there was great joy in the city. See, those four verses right there give you almost everything you need to know about being an evangelist. You preach the word when you go into a city, you declare Christ unto them because he's the healer. He's the same yesterday, today, right. forevermore. He's not changing, never will, never has, never, ever, 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 ever will. And then you go and you display and demonstrate the power of God. And when that happens, you will leave great joy everywhere that you go. That is how you become an evangelist. Wow, that's powerful, man. That's some great tips. So listen to this because it comes straight from the word. I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. People can get very goofy and preach like different things are not in the Bible. Yep. And, I, and, and I'm really, I love that to stick to the word of God and preach the word of God because that's where the power is. Yeah. The Bible says the gospel is the power of God. Mm. So I totally agree with you because it's word-based and, and you need to write this down if you're watching. And I want to tell all our viewers that are here live, make sure you still share the broadcast because we're going to be praying for everybody. We're going to be praying for those who are called by God and we'll be praying for miracles to happen even now as well. Mm -hmm. Pray for, for the sick. And I believe God's power and anointing will be manifested on this broadcast. Whether you're watching live or watching the replay or watch on television, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where you're watching. Like our brother just said, there's no distance and there's no time in the realm of the spirit. We're going to believe the Lord to move in power. Hey, Gloria, good to see you from Norway. God bless you. Um, Yeah, man, that's, that's really encouraging. So you, you preach the word. Display the power of God. What's number three? Signs and wonders will follow, and there's great joy in the city. Great joy in the city. Amen. Share, just just a few few more testimonies from, from the road. Mm -hmm. um, any any recent story that you've seen on the road the Lord do um, that really encouraged your life and your walk with him? What, what is God doing in America? What, what do you believe God is doing in America? Oh, man. God is... Uh, if you watch the news and you get caught up on television, you'll think that America is going to hell in a handbasket. But that's not the case. I promise you. There's more people today on fire in America for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ than any day in history, I believe. Now, it's also darker than any time, I believe. But there's more people on fire for the gospel. Man, there's been God is pouring out his spirit in such a dramatic way. One of the, the end time prophecies that that I heard from Brother Hagen back in the day was before he went on to be with the Lord, he said that the word of the Lord came to him and a prophetic word that he uttered 
was that people are going to transform as if it's overnight. God is going to take people, get them saved, baptize them in the Holy Ghost, and send them out to carry the power of God. And it's going to be as if it was overnight. That's my story. It's almost like my life completely, radically changed overnight. One year, I'm a heathen getting kicked out of college. The next year, I'm a radical evangelist going to the nations to preach the gospel. So God is doing things faster now than any time before because Jesus is coming back very soon. I was preaching at a meeting a couple of uh, weeks ago, and this just rocked my world. It, it it expanded my faith to go to a whole new level with miracles and signs and wonders. And I was preaching on the healing power of God and how Jesus doesn't change, that he's still the healer. And there was a woman who was just recently diagnosed with Parkinson's disease a couple months prior. She was in her 80s, and she was so crippled by this disease that she couldn't put on her own clothes. She couldn't go to the bathroom on her own. She couldn't eat on her own. She was bedridden. And her friends heard that I was going to be preaching on healing. So they went and they put clothes on her. They got her all ready. And they literally carried her into my meeting. And as I was preaching on the healing power of God, the word started to get inside of her. And, you know, it says in Proverbs chapter four that God's word is life to our flesh. So yeah. as the word even gets in you, it starts to heal you. It begins to, the power of God is made manifest in your body and it pushes out sickness and disease. And this woman started to move in the meeting and all of a sudden she tried to stand up on her own, but she just wasn't strong enough. So her friends stood her up and they started walking her in the back of my meeting. And in the middle of my sermon, I just walked to the back of the room. I put my hand on that woman's head. I cursed the spirit of death off of her commanded life into her body. And then I went back to preaching and she stood in the back of the building and just stared at the floor as I kept preaching and the power of God hit her as she was standing there. And she got this big smile on her face. And I looked at her. Her name was Carolyn. I said, Carolyn, you look good. What are you feeling right now? And she said, I feel good. And she ran from the back of the building up to the front and she gave me a hug. And I saw God heal a woman of Parkinson's disease. She was in the rest of the meetings all weekend. She was carried in, and then she ended up being there the rest of the weekend, totally healed, totally whole at 80-something years old. So God is still moving the same way he did back in the book of Acts. He doesn't change. He only gets better. He only increases. Yeah. He only pours out more of his spirit. He only goes bigger and better in every area. God is not a God of decrease. He's a God of increase. And he's doing everything and more today that he did in the book of acts amen amen that's really powerful god is on the move for sure and there's a there's a generation that is hungry for the authentic gospel the the, the gospel of the, of the bible the, the the god of uh the, the disciples the the god of paul the apostle so i i believe that we're stepping into a, a time in history where yes there's darkness yes there's sin yes there's a lot of stuff going on on the background, but we know that for sure that, that Jesus is coming for a glorious church. Mm -hmm. He's coming for a church, a bride that is without spot or wrinkle. And I believe that God is calling a generation right now in America, in Europe, to get filled with the power of God, get filled mm -hmm. with the Holy Ghost, mm -hmm. just like the disciples did in the book of Acts, and demonstrate the gospel here and now. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Any more encouraging words for... Um, for believers who are struggling right now. There are, there are people who are watching who may be, okay, that's awesome. You know, you got that wonderful faith and and uh, maybe they're struggling with sickness or disease or, or they're struggling with demonic oppression. And uh, they're saying, you know, brother uh, Taylor, what, what do I do to get out of my situation? Um, 
you know, it's so easy for you because we're an evangelist. Some people think that mm -hmm. it's easier for us as preachers, but they don't know, like, the enemy tries to attack us the most, but then we stand on the word of God. So give some tips for people who are struggling with, um, you know, uh, demonic attacks, sickness or disease or things happening in their families. And they're like trying to get out of the situation. Yeah. So firstly, that's actually something that a lot of people bring up. They'll say, man, Talon, you've got such great faith. If I had your faith, then uh, I wouldn't be struggling with depression. I wouldn't be struggling with anxiety. I wouldn't be sick. I'd be doing what you're doing. But here's the thing. The Bible says that faith only comes from one place. It doesn't say faith comes from worship. It doesn't say faith comes from prayer. It doesn't say that faith comes from sitting in church. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So my faith, I got it the same place that anybody can get faith in God's word. You have access to God's word. If you know you need greater faith in an area, get God's word in you. And I know that there's seasons that there's T.L. Osborne used to say, you know, there's a broken heart on every pew. I know there's people watching this right now and you're listening to this and you've got a broken heart. You just went through the toughest season you've ever been through. You're going through something right now that it might feel like, man, you just don't understand. You don't get it. You're not going what I'm you're not going through what I'm going through. You didn't have happen to you what happened to me. And I understand. But take it from me who grew up being kidnapped from his mom, who couldn't even afford to feed him from being kicked out of college, from being an alcoholic and addicted to drugs and fooling around in the world. I got my faith the same place you can get it. When you get in God's word and you believe he doesn't change, that he sent his son to die for you, and that that still carries the power that will set you free, you can stand on that word today and guarantee God will show up. The Bible says God is not a man. He does not lie, and he does not change his mind. If God said something about your life, he'll bring it to pass. So number two, understand your authority in Christ. Make sure that you listen to good preaching. You can go listen to pastor's videos on YouTube. You can go listen to my videos on YouTube. You can go listen to any person that will preach the faith of God's word into you for you to know your authority in Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible says in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, Jesus told his disciples, I've given you all authority over all the power of the devil which means the devil's under your feet. It says in Ephesians chapter one that Jesus set us, the church, with him in heavenly places far above all the powers of the devil. So if it feels like depression is attacking you, anxiety, fear, if it feels like the devil is ransacking your life, step up and take your position in Christ because Jesus Amen. said you're more than a conqueror. He said you have the authority to bind the devil and tell him to leave you and your family alone. Stand up, claim the word, speak the word, believe the word, and walk it out in your life and you will watch it come to pass. God does not show favoritism. He's no respecter of persons. What God did in my life, he will do it in your life today if you'll just believe him and hang on to his word. Amen. Amen. I totally believe if God took you from a situation where you had all this trouble from childhood and he plucked you out of there mm. and gave you power and called you to ministry, what can't he do for people who are watching who may be facing difficult situations? Amen. Like you just said, God is no respecter of persons. What he did for you, he can do for you who are watching, who are struggling. So there's nothing too hard for God. We're going to pray in just a moment. I want to encourage everybody that is watching to still share the broadcast as we're going to come into a moment of prayer. I believe that 
there are people who are who are watching today who needed to hear this who, who who have a burning desire to do something for christ but they don't know exactly what to do and i believe these tips are really helpful i believe that what you just mentioned about the ministry of the evangelist is really key i've met so many young people that say i want to go to the nations but they're not submitted to a local church they have no spiritual mentor they're not really into the word of god they're more into uh you know groups that seek only after an experience but they're not really grounded on the word and i believe it's really important for 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 people for young people like you who just telling them hey that's how i did it that's what god is doing it's really important to hear Amen. and i'm we're gonna pray for everybody that is called if you have a calling from the lord uh and you're watching this we're gonna pray for you that god will unlock and open new doors for you doors of opportunity so many people ask as well how do you get doors of opportunity do you want to share a little bit on that before we pray absolutely so doors of opportunity have to do with spiritual laws you know god is a god of laws the same way that there's natural laws in the earth for example gravity you don't wake up every day and wonder if you're going to float off the earth because there's a natural law called gravity that holds you to the earth the same way that there's natural laws there's spiritual laws the bible says that there's multiple spiritual laws i can't get into all of them right now but i'll give you this law if you want open doors in your life ephesians chapter 6 verse 8 says that whatever you make happen for other people god makes happen for you so there's a spiritual law called sowing and reaping whatever you make happen in the life of other people god makes happen for you so when you honor somebody honor opens the door for access you honor with substance access opens the opportunity for you to problem solve if you want favor to come into your life become somebody who honors men and women of god with your substance with your time with your serving like your pastors and number two make sure that you are a problem solver every problem in your life is an opportunity for divine favor god pours out favor on people that are problem solvers that's why it says that jesus gained favor with both god and man because he went around solving problems healing the sick cleansing the leper raising the dead when you go around solving problems you will open the floodgates of heaven for divine favor to come upon your life and as that favor comes upon your life doors will open for example i'm standing on a promise right now and i've seen this come to pass in my own life that what i do for others god does for me so i invite other evangelists to come and preach at meetings with me and i open doors of opportunity on social media and in person for other people to get the microphone to be open to to sharing the gospel to walk in their calling and i know that as i provide that opportunity for somebody else god will open that opportunity for me and it says he always gives over and above he says press down shaken together and running over that's how god gives back to us so what you want to see in your life make that happen for somebody else and god will reward you for it amen that's that's good word the kingdom of heaven works for principles and i believe it, the law of sowing and reaping is so real not only in the area of finances but in every area of our lives what you make happen for others got to make happen for you that's for sure so we want to tell everybody if you want a door of opportunity become somebody that will be a door of opportunity for somebody else and god will make it happen for you for sure so we're gonna pray in just a little bit and if you are uh, in need of a miracle 
if you need a, 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 a deliverance or whatever you need, just be in a position to receive right where you are. Because I believe that uh, God's going to release his power even now as we are um, are here. I believe that uh, the Lord's going to heal. I believe the Lord's going to deliver. I believe the Lord's going to call people into ministry. The Lord's going to uh, release a, a fresh word from heaven. And we're going to pray that the Holy Spirit will move in a powerful way. We've seen people healed on YouTube, man, like through even, even of COVID. You know, um, there was mm -hmm. a, a pastor in the Philippines. I love this story. That happened like two months ago. Uh, this pastor had COVID in the Philippines, and he was with his family, who was also had COVID, and they were all in the hospital, eight people. A friend of ours who lives in um, Canada got the link of the broadcast, a prayer broadcast we do on Fridays, and sent to this pastor wife was in the hospital. So he, so he got the phone, and he was watching the broadcast, and we prayed for him live. The very next day, they took him off of oxygen. <laughs> In the Philippines. Hallelujah. And then, and then uh, drum, there was a dramatic uh, uh, improvement on his health. And the, the following day, he was released from the hospital. I mean, <laughs> he was on oxygen. He was doing really bad. He got a prayer through YouTube. Mm -hmm. And he got healed. Amen. And not only he got healed, but his entire family also left the hospital. So wow. they sent us a message. This pastor sent us a message thanking us for doing the broadcast. Because so many people think that, you know, Oh, YouTube or Instagram is just like, it's not important. But God's anointing is flowing through mm. broadcasts like this. God's power is flowing through his word. Mm. So I believe that people can get miracles. I've seen, you know, people get jobs that they were sowing a seed, believing for a breakthrough and getting jobs. They could not even believe how the Lord blessed them. I've seen yeah. people be delivered from demons. Even there was a guy that was from a country. I don't want to say the, the, the nation, but he was watching the broadcast with his wife all of a sudden as we were talking about deliverance he started feeling like his stomach was like you know uh nauseated he had nausea and he started throwing up long story short he started confessing a whole bunch of things to his wife wow uh demons manifested his wife had a friend he got delivered from demons he was completely free and his wife wrote to us and said you know my husband's life is never the same since that broadcast because wow. deliverance happened, demons came out, sin was confessed, repented of, and, and he got changed. And, and he even was delivered from sleeping medicine that he had prescription to, to, to sleep, had uh, prescribed medicine mm. to sleep. So he even got delivered of, of that through a broadcast like this. So what God can't do in a broadcast, you know? Amen. Same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in us. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Taylor, let's evangelist Taylor, let's pray for people. There are people watching now. There are some people who are going to be, watch, be watching later. But we want to pray for those who are watching live and also those who are watching the replay that God's anointing, God's power will touch them. Mm. Will you just like pray with us in Jesus' name? Absolutely. Yeah, I want you, if you're watching this right now, whether it's live or you're watching this after it's posted somewhere or on television. I want you to know God has anointed me the same way he's anointed many. He's anointed me to carry the healing power of Jesus Christ to this generation. As I pray for you right now, you can believe you will receive your miracle. You can know without a shadow of a doubt you will be healed right now even as I pray. Before I even pray right now, I already feel people get touched by the power of God. He's already touching you right now before I've even prayed. That's how... 
That's how potent this is. God is ready to touch you. His hand is going to come upon you and you will be healed right now. So wherever you're at, close your eyes. Just put your hands up toward heaven in a oh, Did we lose me? Yeah, there was something with uh, the camera, maybe. Can you still see me? I can't see you. Sorry about that. I don't know what's going on. It's all right. We're going to fix this. It, it, if worst scenario, you just pray with your voice because we can hear you. <laughs> well, let's pray. Everyone close your eyes. We'll just pretend like nothing happened. Jesus, in your most holy name, I command everybody right now in Jesus' mighty name to be healed. I command from the top of your head to the very soles of your feet to be covered with the power of God. I see people getting miracles, even in your mind. I see someone with migraines right now. You've held, you've, you've had this pressure around your head. That pressure is lifting off of you right now in Jesus' mighty name. I see uh, something going down the side of somebody's neck. I don't know if it's like an ear infection. There's something going on down the side of your neck into your thyroid even. Your thyroid is healed right now in Jesus' mighty name. I command your body be totally healed. Every spirit of infirmity is bound and broken off of your life right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Receive freedom. Any spirit of oppression, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, they lift off of your life right now in Jesus' mighty name. You're totally set free. The Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So I command you be free now in Jesus' mighty name to be filled with the joy of the Lord, which will be your strength. In Jesus' mighty name, receive your miracle right now. The same Jesus that walked down the streets of Samaria, where the woman with the issue of blood reached out and she touched just the hem of his garment, is the same Jesus that's walking past you right now, wherever you're at. Receive your healing. God makes you whole right now in Jesus' mighty name. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank Father, you, Lord. I see people. I want to pray for impartation for people impartation Amen. for evangelists, impartation for people that are called into the ministry. Wherever you're at right now, Lord, I release impartation of the grace that you've put on my life to be a fiery evangelist, to carry the holy boldness and authority, which is the gospel. For your word says that the righteous are bold as a lion. I command the fire of heaven to baptize you now in Jesus' mighty name. I impart to you through a word of prophecy the gifts that are on my life, that the gift of healing will spring forth in your life, the gift of word of knowledge, of prophecy, discerning of spirits, that even tongues and interpretation of tongues and miracles and faith are going to come alive in your ministry and in your life from this day forward. As you go lay your hands on the sick, they will recover. As you preach the gospel, it will bear fruit in Jesus' mighty name. If you received it, you said amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray, we thank you for your power. We thank you for your anointing that destroys the yoke of bondage. We thank mm -hmm. you, Father, for filling people with your spirit and raising up a, a new generation that will preach the gospel to the nations with power and demonstration of your Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Father, for lifting people's burdens right now. I see some people who are watching here so burdened by the, by the cares of this life that that your spiritual life has been affected. But right now, I want to declare over you in the name of Jesus that your burden is being lifted off of you. And there's joy 
of the Holy Spirit coming into your life in the name of Jesus. We I declare upon upon your family right now. There's I see I see there's someone watching. There's a lot of confusion in your family mm-hmm. and a spirit of strife. But I'm speaking peace over your family. Shalom in the name of Jesus. And I declare the move of the Holy Spirit, convincing, convicting every heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, every person in this family that is causing trouble, we pray for your mighty hand to touch this family right now. I see a family in strife. In the name of Jesus, I just declare your family free in the name of Jesus. Yes. In the name of Jesus right now, those who are praying for loved ones who are unsaved, Father, we pray for household salvation in Jesus' name. There are people who are watching me right now. They are believing for salvation of loved ones. There are people who are watching me right now that have um, backslidden children. And I'm praying right now, Lord, that they, their, their kids, their children will have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Yes. In the name of Jesus, draw the lost. Draw the backslidden to the house of the Lord. Draw them to the presence of God. We pray right now for an invasion of your power. Mm. Touch people all around in jesus mighty name i also see someone's hand being touched right now there's there's pain on the joints mm-hmm. on your hand and and the lord is releasing a, a miracle into your hand right now in the name of jesus I just declare that just move your hand in jesus name man i feel the anointing flowing right now as we're praying mm-hmm. father we thank you for for power we thank you for dunamis miraculous power from heaven yes. right now touching people Hallelujah. You may be, you may feel heat on your body. It's the healing anointing flowing right now in the name of Jesus. Glory, mm-hmm. give you glory. We give you praise. Father, we thank you for those who are receiving impartation for ministry, who are who are learning something today, who are applying to their lives in the wonderful name of Jesus. We give you praise in yes, Jesus' Lord. mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise wow. the Lord. Presence. Wow. Praise Hallelujah. the Lord. Hallelujah. If God is touching you, let us know. Send us your testimony. I believe that, that um, people are being touched now and also are going to be touched through the replay of this. Because mm. the anointing, I, I've, I've watched videos that are old and I can still feel the anointing is there, you know? Yes. So it, it is not just live, but it, I mean, I've, I've seen videos from, you know, Kenneth Hagen and other ministries like who are, you have even gone to the Lord, but the anointing is still there in the video. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So I believe that God is definitely moving. God's touching people. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can people uh, get in touch with you? What's the best way to uh, for social media? Yeah, so you can find me on any social media platform: TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Taylan Michael or Revival Way, all one word. Cool. Awesome. So if you're if you, if you are um, watching this, make sure you follow, uh, brother. I want to excuse you for just a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on 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 the on the on the screen. I'm gonna be like the only screen. I'm gonna talk to, uh, in two minutes. I will bring you back just to say closing thoughts and just close the broadcast in just a moment. Sounds great. If you're watching this, I'm gonna encourage you to um, sow a seed into the ministry. The Lord's been good. We've seen the Lord do amazing things through this ministry, uh, touching people, um, through media, television, social media, also in-person conferences, church meetings, our local church as well. And I want to encourage you to partner with us. Guys, go to reviveexplosion.com slash give and make sure you partner with us with a one-time donation or you can also become a monthly partner. We have a special portal uh, that we have teachings and 
different classes, online classes that are available. I want to encourage you to uh, give a step of faith and sow a seed into the ministry in Jesus' name. There's also other options that you can do if you're here in America. Uh, Cash App, uh, Dollar Sign Revive Explosion. We also have Zelle, if you're familiar with that in America, uh, office at reviveexplosion.com. We have an account for those who are in Finland. We have a ministry account in Finland as well that you can also donate on that account. Many of you who are watching already know the account in Finland. You can give that way. And if you're watching from Brazil and you speak English, we usually have translation uh, to Portuguese. You can also give on the account in Brazil as well. But I definitely want to encourage you to uh, participate in your giving. Your giving is so important because that partnership allows us to do what God has called us to do and reach so many people around the world. Make sure you give today. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody that is joining. I see um, Emily Sutilainen. God bless you from Finland. Make sure also you subscribe to our channel. If you're new here, make sure you subscribe. Click the subscribe button and the bell to receive all notifications from videos we put out. We just put a video on deliverance. You may want to check it out. It was really powerful on five biblical keys for deliverance. I just posted that two days ago. So make sure you go there as well. Okay. Hello, Terezinha Ribeiro. Deus abençoe. Deus abençoe todo mundo do Brasil que está assistindo aí. É, hoje nós fizemos apenas em, um, em inglês, mas nós vamos estar fazendo a oração amanhã em português também. Amém? Uh, não perca. So, um, amen. Let me bring you back. Amen, brother. It was so good to have you uh, with us for this broadcast. And we pray the Lord may continue to increase you in every way and bless you tremendously um, as you share the gospel. Any any final thoughts that you want to say to all our viewers that are watching? Keep it going. Don't let the fire burn out. Jesus is coming back very, very, very soon. Stay plugged into great channels like this. Stay plugged into great men and women of God. Stay plugged into sound teaching. And you're going to be very excited when the Lord Jesus comes and raptures you to take you home for the marriage supper of the Lamb. So I love you all. God bless you. I'm looking forward to hearing your testimonies. For those of you that go and find me on social media and all these other platforms, tell me how God touched your life and what he did through this live stream and through this broadcast. I would love to hear your stories. And other than that, I bless you and I love you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for everybody that joined. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share to your friends as well who can watch the replay and benefit from all the teachings and tips that were shared here from the Word of God. We love you all. God bless you. We will see you tomorrow for prayer. And also, tonight I'm doing a special broadcast. There will be bilingual on Instagram. Uh, it's going to be English and Portuguese with a friend of mine from Brazil who is a tremendous worship leader and pastor. Uh, it's going to be on Instagram at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. So if you're on Instagram, you want to go there and check it out. And I believe it's going to be a really powerful prophetic uh, broadcast. It's going to be really amazing what God's going to do tonight. So don't miss it. We love you all. God bless you. God bless you, Evangelist Talon. And we will see you guys soon.